I call it buy-in time. You gotta buy time. Everybody has the same amount of time in this world. You gotta make yourself more efficient. Welcome everyone to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. I'm your host, Sam Dark, and here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. So, hey, everybody, welcome to the special edition of the Driving Vision Podcast and the future of Zag today. With us today is President and CEO of the Ziegler Auto Group, Aaron Ziegler. Aaron, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sam. So, Aaron, we're excited to have you here to talk about some things that have happened in the Ziegler Auto Group world over the past several months, one of which that we wanted to hit today is the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon. So, Aaron, why does an auto group sponsor a marathon? Well, Sam, health and wellness is so important to everybody. You know, you got to have your health in this world. If you don't have your health, you've really got nothing. So anything that we can do to support our employees living a healthier lifestyle or being healthy and, and giving back to the community and having a community that's healthy, you know, we're in on. And the Kalamazoo Marathon had been going on for a long time. They lost their primary sponsor this year and the race wasn't going to happen. And we kind of came in at the last minute and rescued the race and, and had a lot of fun with it, had a ton of success. And we want to make it, you know, bigger and better moving forward and get more people involved. You know, it was awesome to be there that day to see all the people that were there, families, people of all running abilities. It wasn't limited to your pro runners or even your youngest kids. Everybody came out and was able to participate and contribute. And there was this incredible sense of community. So what is the future of the marathon with the Ziegler Auto Group? Was this something you're going to continue to support over the years? Yes, absolutely. So we have just committed to um, being the presenting sponsor long term for the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon. And we're excited about that. We're excited to get um, more people involved and get people from all over the country coming to the race next year. And it doesn't matter if you're a world-class athlete or uh, if you want to walk. Everybody uh, can have a great time out there and everybody can get a little healthier at the same time. So, Aaron, speaking of national appeal, so the Ziegler Auto Group sponsors number 77 race car, Josh Balicki, NASCAR race car driver. And they, you've sponsored them this entire past year. He's, he's been in many races. This past weekend, he raced at St. Louis. And there was a special connection to the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon. Tell our audience what happened yesterday or this past weekend at NASCAR. Yeah, so for the first time ever, we had on a NASCAR, we had the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon on the the side of the NASCAR. So it's a global reach with NASCAR. It was a great way to get the word out about the uh, the race next year and to get people looking forward to that and get people from all over the world coming to see uh, how beautiful Kalamazoo is and and being able to run the race and have a, have a great time in, in downtown Kalamazoo. And so we're recording this a couple days actually before the race, but what will have happened Sunday is on the hood will be the date that the 2023 race is run. Aaron, unprecedented. It's never happened in NASCAR history where anyone has announced a marathon date for the next year. That date is for next year. It's going to be Sunday, April 23rd, 2023. So Sunday, April 23rd, 2023. Put that on your calendars. It is going to be a happening. So it's awesome. That is an, a nationwide invite for people to come to Kalamazoo from all over the world to contribute in this uh, with us. So Aaron, it's interesting. The Ziegler Auto Group was ranked by Glassdoor number one for work-life balance. That's a tough thing to get for an auto group where we work traditionally long hours and a lot of people aren't as committed to a healthy lifestyle. How have you created a different culture that is so health-focused at the Ziegler Auto Group and why is health important to you, Aaron? 
Well, having a world-class culture is the foundation of the organization. And a world-class culture is, you you know, you come into work in the morning, you're excited to work, you're excited to work with the people, you're excited to see the customers and to help them out. And another part of having a world-class culture is that work-life balance. And like I said earlier, if, if you're not healthy and you don't have your health, you don't really have anything. It doesn't matter how successful you are, or how much money you make, you've got to have your health to be able to uh, enjoy it. So that's a big part of what we do on the work-life balance is help helping people to get uh, healthier out there and and live a very long and fruitful life. So a key to that work-life balance of the Ziegler Auto Group is the partnership that you forged with athletic mentors. So athletic mentors, we joke, are the coaches to the Zag, right? And they have a relationship with our auto group where they teach and train and coach us on a weekly basis. They run contests. Right now, our monthly contest is the number of most number of hours or uh, minutes worked out for a month. And it could be any activity. They're just trying to get everybody active. So Aaron, you've been able to get the athletic mentors, AM Wellness, to come and do a twice monthly segment on the podcast, giving the general public an update uh, on all things health and wellness. How did you forge that relationship with AM Wellness? And and why is that important to you to have that within the Ziegler Auto Group? Well, I got to know uh, Mark Olson, the, the owner of Athletic Mentors. And Mark trains a lot of professional athletes, guys that are playing in the NHL, guys that are playing in the NFL. And in the off season, they traveled to Kalamazoo specifically because of Mark. He's he's known as the best in the, the industry. And I got to know him, started working out with him. I worked out with him this morning. And I wanted to be able to give not only all of our employees, but their families access to Mark and his team of trainers. They've got a great program online. They communicate really, really well. And they can take somebody that's never worked out a day in their life to, like I said, world-class professional athletes. And they really run the gamut. And they do a lot of hoping to just get whatever point you're at in your life to help you, you get healthier, help you feel better. And it's been a been a great, great program. We've we've had a lot of our employees that went from um, never working out to all of a sudden running half marathons and marathons. And it's uh, it's been really exciting to see people do things that they never thought they'd be able to do in their life. Well, Aaron Ziegler, President and CEO of Ziegler Auto Group, we appreciate uh, you being with us today. We're excited for the April 23rd, 2023 race dates for the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon. And uh, thanks for making this a national effort by putting the date and the marathon on a NASCAR first ever this past weekend. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Look forward to seeing everybody on April 23rd at the Ziegler Kalamazoo Marathon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the special edition. So it's exciting today because we get to join up with the team in Subaru Merrillville, Mike, for a special conversation about an event that they recently held, right? Yeah, excited to have them here today. So with us... Thank you. That's right. Thank you. With (laughs) us is Kyle and Mark. And Kyle, will you introduce our special guest? Yes, I absolutely will. So we have the pleasure to partner, have a partnership with Michiana Humane Society. And today we have Johanna Humbert, who is the executive director of Michiana Humane Society with us to talk a little bit about what we did in October um, as Subaru Loves Pets event. Um, So we'll get into a little bit of that today. We're very excited. Johanna, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you as a guest today. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here with you. No, Johanna, I'll tell you, a lot of our guests show up very well prepared to participate in a podcast. You've shown up and no one will know this because we don't have video being recorded right now. Uh, You've shown up fully prepared to participate. You have are donning an incredible pair of glasses. I, w- I definitely want to know more about that. And then there's also a puppy and it also looks like a blue uh, something in the background. W- will you tell us a little bit about that? 
You know, <laughs> the common thought about animal shelters is that they are scary, dark places that are full of sadness. And that is no longer the case, not just with Michiana Humane Society, but with any animal welfare organization that you go to visit. And so it's been really important to me to add some bright color, like my bright green glasses, and, you know, big, bold graphics that are cheery and help people to feel like this is a fun place to visit. That's and awesome. the people are happy and the people's happiness rubs off on the animals. You know, it's interesting that resonates with us in the Ziegler Auto Group because we truly believe that little things make a big difference. Attention to those small details contribute to big culture. What inspired you to make that small adjustment and then how has it impacted your not only guests experience coming into the uh, to your facility but maybe even the pets you know I have worked here a little bit over eight years now and in the first year that I was here our board president died unexpectedly and so he had been a member of the design community and designs for dignity which is this fabulous organization came in and said in his memory they were going to redecorate our lobby and uh, their whole philosophy is to make what would otherwise be kind of cinder block and standard boring colored places much more comfortable for the people who come through them and so they redid our lobby we extended the color palette throughout all of the animal spaces and the first thing that we saw was that our staff felt so much more positive about the organization and what we could accomplish. And then in the next year, the number of visitors who came through our doors went up by like 30%. That's awesome. Small changes. If I can interject, John, I'm glad you said that because Mark has had the pleasure of working with you guys for the past couple of years, so he has been to your facility. But last week when we had the pleasure to drop off all the dog toys and then also the donation, I totally 100% noticed that with your staff. They were very upbeat. Um, there was a few of your donors that actually came in there um, while we were there to, to drop off some dog food and things like that. And, you know, the atmosphere itself was to your, you know, your point of perception of what I thought it would be was completely opposite. So that you're very well done. I appreciate your saying that, Kyle, because we do make a big effort to make it a welcoming place. So, jo so Johanna, to that point, the relationship between the Humane Society and the Subaru store in Merrillville is longstanding and it's ongoing, right? So, Mark, would you give us a little bit of history on how this relationship started and what the roots are there? Sure. So I actually live in Long Beach, which is outside of Michigan City, north of Michigan City. And a couple years ago, we just couldn't find a local shelter that participated in, in I'll just say, more adoptions and wanted to help animals. And a lot of the stuff out in Maryville is they're not a non-kill shelter, whereas the Michiana Humane Society, um, they are a non-kill shelter and they're part of the ASPCA. So I figured I live in a very close to Michigan City, basically Michigan City, and I had family members who adopted pets from the Michiana Humane Society. So I just figured, you know, why not choose them 
as our local Northwest Indiana. Yeah, absolutely. Our, yeah, our it's more of an intimate, um, you know, relationship. I think is is well said from you know what you guys provide to us, and we and we can get back to you. That's all. That's awesome. So thinking about this year, what was the gift? Like what happened? Tell us what happened in October. So in October, let me just go back to last year, uh, the year before last when we were international auto groups. So in October, they do a dog, a dog adoption okay. with uh, Subaru. So Subaru, we elected Michiana Humane Society and we donated as a store $50 per adoption to the Michiana Humane Society, along with Subaru themselves donated the same dollar amount. When Ziegler came aboard, what we did was we changed that fee from Subaru giving them $50 and then we upped that to $150 wow. per, per adoption. So we stepped up the game just based on you know what Michiana Humane Society does as a local shelter and you know, their participation in the community, we felt that, you know, they deserved more money to help pay for those adoptions. So, Johanna, meanwhile, at your facility, what does that money do? What does that mean to you? What are you able to accomplish? It is remarkable what we can get accomplished with that sort of money. To Mark's point, we are a 98% live release shelter. Pretty much every animal that comes into our facility is made healthy, made happy, and then either adopted into a great family or occasionally we'll have an animal with special needs and we reach out to a network of rescue organizations that are able to get them the specific care that they might need. So you can imagine that the effort that we go to get animals healthy and to get them happy is sometimes rather pricey. And particularly in the past year, as we've come into you know the length of the pandemic, more and more of the animals that come to us have significant health issues. Um, we have had animals come to us. Is that because of neglect, it's, Johanna? Well, the, you the know, health it's issues, or choices is that, uh, that, it's choices that people or? have had to made, make because of their financial situations. You know, they, yeah. they're not necessarily animals that have been neglected all their lives, but they've missed some vet appointments now because the family didn't have the cash flow that they needed. You yeah. know, so they may have skin issues going on that are, you know, they're very easily addressed, but they need what Subaru calls 250 or $500 invested in them that the people just didn't have. Absolutely. And what yeah. Subaru calls yeah. some dogs is underdogs. So if it's maybe a three-legged oh. dog or things like that, they don't turn anybody away, which is awesome. And if I can give some credit where credit's due, not just dogs at the Humi- Michiana Humane right. Society, but in the, in the month of October, you guys were able to adopt 36 cats, 17 critters, mm. anything from rabbits to guinea pigs. And then as far as dogs that were adopted, there it is, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as dogs for the Subaru Loves Pets Month in October, you guys were able to adopt 22 dogs. So that's a job well done. Yep. We had a very busy October having the additional social media presence and all the, you know, even the national campaign that Subaru does really helped to bring people through the doors. 
Yeah. So there's kind of this rumor that went around during COVID that there was a shortage of dogs and cats to be adopted. Is that true? You see the commercial on TV where the guy ends up, uh, I think, going to the pet store and buying a gecko because there was no dog at the pet store for him to purchase. Any truth to that, that COVID led to a shortage of pets? It certainly didn't here in Michigan City, in Northwest Indiana. We have had plenty of animals available for adoption throughout. Um, And the other rumor that goes around that I'd like to set right is that people who adopted in 2020 surrendered their animals in 2021. And that's definitely not the case. We do follow-ups and we keep track of our animals and they are very solidly in their families. I started to tell you earlier before we began recording the podcast, I'll share with you now. So I have kind of an interesting history with animals. I promised myself, Johanna, that I would never, ever, 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 ever have a dog. And of course, as things go, when you make promises like that, you're tested and challenged. My daughter these past couple of years has just been begging for one. And so finally, in August of this year, we found a, I have to remember this, a mini Labradoodle, golden Labradoodle. Nice. And it's the cutest little dog. And I can tell you, we're part of the 20. 2021 statistic. And I think there'd be a riot in this house if we ever thought about letting that dog go. So what makes dog ownership so great? Why do people do so well with dogs Dogs or cats or animals? Well, dogs specifically engage with people. Dogs learn. There's a, a trainer saying that dogs do what works. They learn very quickly how to manipulate you how to give you the sad eyes. Oh, no, that sounds so manipulative. <laughs> how to. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah, turn things around so they get those extra treats. You know, and people can use yeah. that to their advantage in training to help the dog understand that if it sits or if it potties outside or whatever, that that's the good thing, too. But, you know, it's interesting. Cats who have long been considered very aloof and very, you know, not interested in engaging with people cats are starting to learn what works too. And we find more and more cats in our adoption room who act very much like dogs. So okay. wow. it's social. Uh, they're, they're learning from each other. They're developing and growing. So it's funny. Our, our dog lives in a crate at night, as I'm sure that's the way to go. We learn through many accidents and sad experience. And I travel a lot. And this past weekend, I was home and actually woke up with the dog three mornings in a row. I'd go let him out of his crate. And Johanna, I expected just all sorts of accolades from this dog. The dog came out of the crate, took one look at me and ran upstairs to my daughter, who takes care of him. The first morning, and I complained, I said, what is going on? So my daughter said, just give him treats during the day. He'll be good with you. Second morning, I open up the door, dog looks at me, runs upstairs. This time visits my my daughter and then my son. I open up the door, dog looks at me, runs upstairs. This time visits my, my daughter and then my son. The third morning, Johanna, I'm like, you know what? This is not going to happen. So the day before, I gave him all sorts of treats, took him for a walk, gave him all sorts of love. He uh, he gets out of his crate, looks at me. He paused maybe for five or six seconds and then darted straight upstairs. So to your point- so you're making progress is what you're saying. <laughs> is that progress? I don't know. In my book, that's not fast enough. That's not fast enough. So are you a dog or a cat person, Johanna? I have personally two dogs and three cats. Okay. Yeah. So you're both- Kyle, what are you, dogs, dog or cat? I got two Huskies at home, Sam. Do you really? Okay. How long have you had the Huskies uh, One for? of them, gosh, five years now. The other one's three. But a side note that they require in Subaru stores to have a dog yeah. bed 
so that when workers do oh. bring the dogs in, they have somewhere to hang out if, you know, we're doing business. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. That That is cool. How about you, Mark? Mark, what do you got? I have a six and a half month old German Shepherd puppy. Oh my goodness. Is this going to happen that all of us have a dog? Because I know Mike's answer. I've seen a picture. What do As you have? Recently, Sam and Johanna, we were a 2020 family that picked up an Irish Wolfoodle. Did I say that right? Irish Wolfoodle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you wrote that down. Did you How have to look at that? The, so it's an Irish Wolfhound <laughs> mixed with a poodle, and it's about ninety-five pounds. What is that? Holy cow! Wow! How did that? Johanna, that's the other thing I'm curious about. So whether it's Mike's odd combination or mine, right? You don't think of a, a, a golden. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Right? It's a combination. How does that happen in, in a very well, PG people, sort of way? Well, a lot of people are looking for dogs that don't shed as much and that potentially are less likely. That's what we did. Less likely no, to cause allergies. And the poodles are really good for that. So there's been a lot of crossing with poodles to try to get, you know, the attributes of both sides. But I've never heard of an Irish wolfhound mixed in. That's just how intelligent they are, too, right? With a full, a full bred poodle, of course. Poodles are very intelligent. Oh, yeah. Does poodle go to As our German shepherds, Mark. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. You know what, Mike, we need to do within the Ziegler Auto Group is oh, we need to do a post your pet let me, day. Let me piggyback and off have that, everyone actually. Post- we have a big announcement to make today. So, Oh, we okay. do? All right. So, oh, okay. Here. As we, uh, as we appreciate our partnership with you, Johanna, and the Michiana Humane Society, we've decided to elect you guys again this year for 2022. And then the other thing is, and to your uh, point there, Sam, what we could do across the auto group is on October 22nd, it's what's called uh, Make a Dog's Day. So we want to take it a step further this year. And if we can you know, get some advertisement out there and get the word out, we'd like to host an adoption day on October 22nd here at our dealership. Oh. Oh, that's Which wonderful. I think beneficial. So maybe that day what we do, Sam, is we go across the auto group and our employees can post their, uh, on the Ziggler page, they can post pictures of their dog would be pretty cool. That's awesome. Yes. And there should be some competition about, you po- Mike should post all the pictures and then and best the picture, we also all? guess who has what. <laughs> Right? And the the cheetah has to count. Come on. The cheetah has to count. Johanna, our mascot is a cheetah. Have you ever had a cheetah at the kennel? It's a little cheetah esque. But uh, no, that's fabulous. Johanna, congratulations on this. We're excited to be able to continue the relationship and the sponsorship. And it's neat that uh, Kyle chose this format here on the podcast to make the announcement. And Mike, do you think we can put something together as far as the uh, Ziggler employee pet day and and three that we're going to get on the committee? <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in now. So, Johanna, we are so grateful for you spending time with us today. And any closing comments? Any closing thoughts for us, Johanna? No, we're just so grateful for the support, and we love the happy attitude that Subaru has for pets. And we look forward to a full year of making our pets days with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Johanna. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks to Aaron Ziegler, the Michiana Humane Society, Kyle Feynman, and Mike Van Ryn for contributing to today's podcast. Until next week, remember, how are you driving vision today? <laughs>